in the cross, in the cross, be my glory ever till my rapture souls shall find rest beyond the I want all of you to know, especially those of you had a part in making this building look as good as it looks, what you've done is appreciated. I mean, to me, this place looks good. I come in here I see these curtains. I see that bulletin board down in the back. All this up here. To me, this all looks so very good. There's work. There's work going into all of this. Let me tell you something, folks. It's appreciated. We thank you for doing it. And... Uh, the Lord has blessed you and He will continue to do so. Thank God for this place. I have gone to churches, times, fellowship meetings. You go in the building. I remember going in one particular church. I noticed on their bulletin board what that bulletin board looked like. Something that was on it drew my attention. And I suppose it's six months or more maybe, I was back in that same church again for a fellowship meeting. And I observed the bulletin board. Hadn't changed a bit. I hadn't changed a bit. Well, I guess I'm I'm more for change. Move things around a little bit. I want to speak to you today by the help of the Lord. Here am I, and it's taken from First uh, Samuel. Chapter 3. 1 Samuel chapter 3. The Bible says here, And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days, and there was no open vision. And it came to pass at the time when Eli was laid down in his place, his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. Ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, when the ark of God was, Samuel was laid down to sleep. The Lord called to Samuel, and he answered, Here am I. 
And he ran to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and laid down. The Lord called yet again in verse 6, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Hear my, for thou dost call me. And he answered, I call not my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord revealed unto him. The Lord called Samuel again in verse 8. This is the third time. He rose and he went to Eli and said, Hear my, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he call thee, thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. In verse 10, and the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we well, thank you for the reading of thy holy word. Speak, Lord, for thy servants hear. Speak thou to our hearts today. Draw us close to thee, dear Lord. I pray in Jesus' name, amen. Samuel was a model child. He was the son of a prayerful mother. She knew how to take her griefs to the mercy seat. Samuel came of good stock. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. The Spirit of God early in life renewed his heart. I wish it were so we had some young folks with us today with some young children. But most of us are older and our children are grown. We would encourage parents to be faithful taking their children to church. I remember when the time turned around at our house when I got saved. While we were going on this trip we went by the 
Gravel Hill Baptist Church where I got saved. I went home after I got saved and I told mom and dad most wonderful thing happened to me tonight. I got saved. Mom and dad at that time did not go to church on a regular basis. But the next Sunday we were in church. Not the Baptist church where I got saved. We went to the College Heights Methodist Church. That's where Mama went to church as she's growing up and that's where Daddy went when he started seeing her and they got married. That's where they went to church. And so we went there and of course I've told you the story. My dad and the preacher there evidently got into it a little bit. The Methodist preacher had me by the hand and said if your daddy wasn't so stubborn so we could have taken care of this at the church house. I did not know what he was talking about at the time, but I learned later he's talking about just sprinkling me uh, in the church building. I was sprinkling some water on my head, I guess, and calling it baptism. But Daddy wanted me immersed, and so we went out there and uh, immersed me. But then we later found out that was no good either. And uh, mom and daddy started going to a Baptist church. And uh, that's where we learned about Baptist baptism. I remember my dad coming to me and said, Son, your mom and I want to join this church, but they will not receive us unless we get rebaptized. And we want you to come with us. Well, it's good news to me. I'm I'm glad that my mom and dad uh, got called out of the Methodist church and got into a Baptist church. Well, Samuel was obedient to Eli. There's no record of disobedience at all or discourtesy to Eli. Uh, nothing more beautiful as far as I'm concerned than an obedient child. And sometimes we see a child as very dis disrespectful, and disobedient, and can't do anything with them. It doesn't look good at all. And the truth of the matter is, instead of looking so hard on the child, you might look at the parent, because probably right there's where the problem is. It's in the parent not training that child, not teaching that child. That uh, There's a time for play, but when you're told to be still, it's time to be still. They, a lot of them don't know it. And uh, it's because they've not been taught. 
But it's good to see children that know when to behave. They do not know it by nature. Children behaving and acting properly at the proper time must be taught. And when they don't do it, as far as I'm concerned, it's a reflection on the parent that's not good. It ought to be enough to embarrass them because of their neglect. So we find that there's nothing more beautiful, as far as I'm concerned, than an obedient child. And then I want you to notice that Samuel was given to the Lord early in life. Parents do wrong to their children when they don't take them to the house of prayer. You make a big mistake not taking your children to church. Well, <clears throat> so they can't understand everything going on. Well, they will by and by. But I recommend that parents take their children to church and begin early in life. We have our son Danny here today. I remember when Danny was born. Do you know the first place he went after he was born? Went to church. He just an infant. But we took him to church. Right after he's born, took him to church. Did the same thing to to Susie. Did the same thing to Elizabeth. Did the same thing to Mike. Take him to church. Oh, well, they don't understand. I know they don't understand, but they learn over time. They learn to behave. There was times that I took Mike out during the service because he's misbehaving. So you do what you have to do. But we're raising them. Take them to church. That's where they ought to do. Take them to church. We did that, and if I had to do it again, I'd do it again. Begin taking them to church immediately. Don't waste any time about it. But get right at it. <coughs> taking them to church, and not just at the very beginning, but do it every service. Take them Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Take them 
Anytime we have an opportunity to take our children to church. So Samuel was given to the Lord early in life. He said, well, they can't understand so early. They will by and by. They'll learn over time. I want you to notice Samuel's speech. Here am I. What did it show? Well, it showed in Samuel's answer here, here am I, a hearing ear. God spoke and Samuel heard. Have you a hearing ear? If you're saved, you have a hearing ear. Because if you're saved, God spoke to your heart. And you heard. You heard the Gospel. And you trusted Christ as your Savior. So you heard. John Bunyan wrote, the ear gate is stopped up with sin in some folks, with some darling sin. Oh, may God help us that our ear gate may not be stopped up with sin, but may it be that our ear gate might be open to hear the Word of God. Samuel's answer, here am I, showed a hearing ear and also showed Samuel, though I was asleep, yet he heard God's voice. Some are awake, still haven't heard. Some are hearers only. <clears throat> Some are not true hearers. Some are not true doers of the Word of God. The ears of the heart dull of hearing in some people. And that's sad. Some folks have heard my voice. But they've never heard God. They've never heard the voice of God. Some have heard the Gospel preached. It seemed it went in one ear right out the other. This was the first time God had spoken to him, yet he heard. God has spoken to some folks many times. But it seems like they've never heard. How many sermons have you heard? 
Oh, pray God to give you a hearing ear to hear the truth of the Word of God. In the night watches, I suppose, God spoke softly, Samuel, Samuel. Yet he heard at once God's voice to some folks has been loud and clear, but yet they've not heard. Some folks God has spoken to them in loving exhortations and in threatenings but still they have not heard. Christ has been set before some in the gentleness of His love and in the terror of His vengeance. Now ask the question, have you heard of the wrath to come? Have you heard of the bottomless pit? Have you heard of the eternal fire of hell? I'll be honest, by the help of the Lord, we have not shunned to declare unto you this church and wherever I've been able to have the opportunity to preach all the counsel of God tell the truth not hide anything I have not kept back anything from my hearers however, however terrible the truth might have been I have declared it by the help of the Lord God has spoken to you through His, through your conscience. God has spoken to you through your children. Maybe God has spoken to you at times through something that happened in your life. Maybe a car wreck or something of that nature. A sickness that you may have had to endure. A loss of a loved one. Yet there's some, even with all of this, they haven't heard the divine call. Here am I. And then I want you to notice that Samuel's answer, Here am I. Shows a responsive heart. The Lord called softly. Samuel. Samuel heard. And Samuel answered. Here am I.
And to us, the Lord has said, you're lost. And oh boy, do I ever remember that. The Lord made it very clear to me I was lost in going to hell. But thank God I was able to say, here am I. I recognize He was talking to me. I knew He was talking to me. It was a joy to have the privilege to go to Gravel Hill Baptist Church. That's where I got saved. I went to church that particular service. I did not go there to get saved. Uh, I wasn't even thinking about that at all. But I want you to know right now, the Lord made it clear to me I was lost. In that particular service, the Lord made it known to me I was lost. By the grace of God, I trusted Christ as my Savior. You know what? It was in 1947 when I got saved there. That building is still the same today as it was in 1947. I was saved there. I wonder since then how many people have been saved right there at Gravel Hill Baptist Church. I hope it's a lot of people have been saved since I was saved there at that same place. I heard the gospel and it was loud and clear. Boy, did I understand it. I trust there's been a lot of them since then, same way. They heard the gospel and have been saved. Well, <clears throat> here am I. I made it very to be merciful to me. I'm a sinner. And then I want you to notice that Samuel's answer, here am I, showed a teachable spirit. Here am I. And hey, speak, Lord. I'm ready to hear. I'm ready to believe your word. I'm ready to be baptized. I'm ready... Lord, to work for Thee. I'm ready, Lord, to go where Thou dost want me to go. I'm ready to suffer. Here am I. And then I want you to notice also He was in the right position. Adam was not when God called him, remember Adam was hiding in a bush. Samuel was in his bed, his bedtime. When the Lord calls you, can you always say, Here am I? Only God help us. For lost people, 
I would like for him to be able to say, Here am I. I'm lost. And I need to be saved. And I'm ready to confess the Lord Jesus as my Savior. I'm ready to be baptized and join the church. And then a submissive spirit says, Here am I. What am I to do, Lord? Would you have me to teach a Sunday school class? Visit the sick, visit the lost. Would you have me go to house to house? Are you ready for service? What did this utterance of the child Samuel foretell for him? Well, it foretold, as far as I'm concerned, it foretold further communication from God. Answer him when he calls. <laughs> He'll call again. When he calls you, say, Here am I. And he'll call you again. He'll call you for higher service. That's what it was for Samuel. Higher service. The little boy who on his bed said, Here am I, grew up to be a prophet. Samuel would have the prevalence in prayer. Samuel heard God. And God would hear him. You hear and answer God. And He'll hear and answer you. You see, for Samuel, he would receive gladder calls later. He was called to lead the Lord's chosen people to anoint Saul, king of Israel. Child of God, the Lord has called you. Have you said, uh, Here am I? When the rose called up yonder, will you be able to say, Here am I? If one sheep doesn't answer, here am I, God will empty heaven till He find it. Are you a wondering child of God? Oh, <laughs> don't be. I thank the Lord. He knows His children. He knows every one of us. Yeah. You might as well say, here am I. 
May God help us to be faithful to Him and serve Him faithfully. Let's stand, please. <clears throat> Brother Chuck James, will you lead us, please, as we pray? pray for Israel, Lord, that your, 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 your country, Lord, and your favorite people, Lord, your chosen people. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for that country. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, for those that's walking in this country, lost without Christ. Don't go to church don't want to have nothing to do with Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray for those people. I pray, dear Heavenly Father, we have sick ones in our church here, Lord. Touch them, Lord. Heal their bodies. Help them get back in service in the good fellowship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, dear God, for all you do for us. Thank you for my health, my life, Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for my family. Thank you for my church family, Lord. And I pray for my pastor. I pray for his family, Lord. Keep them safe as they travel a long distance. Be with them. Thank you so much, Lord, for saving my soul. Thank you, dear God, for all you do for us. Now, forgive us of our sins and shortcomings, Lord. Help us, Lord, go through this life. I shine in light and will give you, dear Heavenly Father, the praise and the glory that you deserve. In the name of my Lord and my Savior, Jesus Christ, we do pray. Amen. 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 All God's children. Amen. Amen.